Hi, and welcome to the Cosmic Chats podcast with me, your host, Debbie Sugarbaker. On this show, I share conversations with individuals whose work, knowledge, wisdom, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and see the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive all of that and tap into your own heart and energy to create possibilities and elevate your experience of this reality we call life. Please enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome. I'm just going to bring on my friend, Miss Angela Bonacci, who's going to be talking to us today about the Marcy Tarot and her journey with it. So the idea of today is that we wanted to create like a little portal, a little vortex that people could jump into and just enjoy and receive and get new insights and new downloads for whatever their soul needs to hear. That was kind of our idea in doing that. And that's what we hope to present to everybody today. First of all, for anyone who doesn't know, my name is Debbie Sugarbaker, and I also go by Devorah. And I do interviews with a variety of thought leaders, healers, spiritual catalysts, and also just doctors and people who are elevating consciousness on all levels. So that's what I do. My idea and my purpose and my hope is to share and to elevate as many people as possible. And today I'm really happy to have my friend Angela here. Angela and I met probably about 10 years ago at the Kabbalah Center in uh, New York, where we were both working. And we've had quite a long journey, each of us on our own way since then. And now I'll I'll let you introduce yourself. First of all, Debbie, thank you for having me here. I really love your space here because the moment that I started watching and tuning in, of course, because I love you and you're my friend, but also because I appreciated how different and how unique and how based upon your own attraction to certain topics and people and the organic way that you connect to people and topics that you've drawn to your platform. So it's like this effortless ease that I, I really love and I really appreciate. And I'm really like happy to be here to share what I can. So thank you for that. So my name is Angela, Angela Bonacci, and I am a lover of all things spiritual. I have a true love, passion for seeking the essence of life and really understanding like the magic and the joy of why we're all here. And I'm definitely someone who's a glass half full and always seeking like the profound meaning, even in the simplest of things. And a lot of that desire brought me to my passion for acting as a girl and also into my adult life. I studied theater and I then pursued studying Kabbalah where I met Debbie and we went through all sorts of beautiful journeys ups and downs together really with the intention I think Debbie you can uh, relate to this is that we really wanted to like okay where is that we're we're supposed to go where is that we're meant to be how can we reconnect with and bring out and live more from my soul my own soul yes and the soul is a perfect word to put it on no matter what you believe or who you are where you come from because that's the eternal part of us. That's something that is never born and it never dies. So when I understood that or when I connected to that concept, that really brought me to this like vivacious feeling of like, okay, well, this is just a wild ride. And when we die, I'm just going to jump off a cliff and swan dive into a brand new reality. And for me, that really brought me to a place of let's just go for it. And that's what also brought me to working with the tarot. I was, I'm not going to drag it out, but it's important, I think, to share that I was working for a fashion icon as an executive assistant, you know, 24-7, very Devil Wears Prada sort of temperament. And I was good at what I was doing, but it's not something that I was loving. And I think there's a big difference in that. So that's what brought me to the tarot, started doing readings. I was never a fan of the of looking at the tarot from a fortune telling point of view. And we'll talk about that. We'll yeah, we'll talk about that. But that's what led me to, to the tarot and now making a big pivotal shift in my life to saying, okay, well, I know that's not what I want to do. 
And maybe I don't know what it is that's next, but I'm going to take the risk, aka following my heart, and I'm going to find out. So that's pretty much me and where I'm at. Okay, so that's a first of all, really powerful story. It's really always inspiring, I think, to hear how people make these jumps because, especially now and with the coronavirus and everything, everyone's been hearing, or maybe they feel like something inside or been forced to kind of make those jumps in life from like one stage to the next, like one job to the next, one paradigm to the next. And it's really inspiring always to hear how people do it. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. Of course. My absolute pleasure. I think that we should just get started. I have a few questions for you. Well, and and you kind of just touched on this, but a lot of people, when they hear the tarot, they think of of, of just that, of fortune telling, like what's going to happen. And, you know, I think that obviously tarot cards can be used for that. But I know that the way that you do tarot is a little bit different. So maybe you can just explain a little bit more about what that means. And it actually delves into the subconscious. It's more of a reflection of our subconscious of what's going on in our life, right? Yeah. Just from the readings that I've had with you and and what we've discussed, but maybe you want to explain more about that. Yes, thank you. Yes, I would love to. It's actually my deep fascination with this work in general. Having grown up in a very Catholic background, which I adore, which brought me to my first passion for being connected to the universe or source or God or love, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, that was ingrained in me. The tarot's like, oh, no, no, no. This is divination. This is soothsaying. This is taboo. This is fortune telling. This is not good. Because there's a lot of like fluff, like myths almost about it, yeah. what it really is. And you, and anyone who connects with that, that's fine if that resonates with it. We're not here to change anybody's belief systems about the tarot. A hundred percent. If whatever. But we are here to show more what it really is. Yes. Through, through this work, which is the Evolutive Tarot de Marseille, which right. was restored by Alejandro Podorowski and Philip Kamwan. And Alejandro Podorowski is a filmmaker and a theater maker. And this was also another key for me that unlocked the door to my heart because it's coming from approach of he's looking to create or mirror a great performance or an art that heals. And actually, Alejandro says, an art that doesn't heal is not truly in and of itself or something says something along those lines but his approach his structure is to take the tarot which are energies that are embedded in the dna of the cosmos the origin of the tarot is unknown and it dates back maybe to i i don't even know like 1000 something like that a moment in time when people were living harmoniously with religious thought and not to bring uh, so much to any domination, because this is totally non-denominational. The point is, is that the tarot reflects human archetypes that live within our human experience. And those energies of the arcana, when channeled through a reader, is channeling a message, a story for the person that is in front of them. But in order for the arcana to tell a story, the reader needs to disappear. So me, Angela, that I know you, and you know me, Debbie, we have a personal relationship. Uh, that Angela has to go somewhere else because I then have to become a loving mirror for you to reflect back to you that which is there in your subconscious, which we normally don't always have access to in our everyday. What's running the show is like, where do I need to be? How do I need to go? You know, the ego that's like the survival, the prime. Or it's like, why is this person doing this? Yeah. What's going on? Why did this go? What? This is really like not okay. You know, we kind of get like stuck in those stances. I know that when you and I did readings about, um, you did a reading for me around the December 21st, which was like that big um, energy portal. Like for me, it was a huge, massive doorway of change. Yeah. And I was really like dealing with a story and I was very stuck in that story. And doing the reading with you was one of the things that really helped me to go deeper and say like, wow, all of these players in this story are reflections of my own subconscious. And how am I going to move through this in a higher way? Because it wasn't a situation where you could directly deal with it one-on-one. And in that way, I found a healing from it. Yes. And that's the purpose of the work. The purpose of the work is to be practical. Remember, it's like it's created by, the, by a man. So it's masculine energy, it's logic, right. practicality. Right. Why are things happening to us? Right. 
what is this trying to teach me? Right. And the beauty of the tarot is that you can point at it. It's their right. cards, they're a physical object that I can say, okay, this is what's happening. This is the symptom it's creating. And this is the new experience that's trying to come in. And this is not coming from any outer space or anything like that. that. New experience that's trying to come in. It comes through those sometimes through situations that seem difficult or, you know, that are challenging or most often it comes from those ways. It's, it's 100%. And, and, and then you just get this perspective shift. You're just like, whoa, you're in a whole new reality and about this whole thing. Yes. And, 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 and that's exactly right. Because then it gives you this sensation of like, wait a minute, I understand what's going on. I can harness this energy. Of right. course, we're never in control, but we can take the responsibility, which is to respond to our life in a way that we are becoming the creator, that we're not it being well, receptive to just, okay, this is happening. I don't know what to deal with it, but I hope it's over soon. But right. to say, okay, I can harness this energy. I can do something with this. Right. That's why I love this work. And that's it's truly, this is why it's touched my life and changed my life so much. That's why I resonate with it. Right. Yeah, it's interesting because like you pulled a card for me and you were like, oh, it's a star card. It's about authenticity, like channeling authenticity. And then you were like, and the judgment card was on the bottom. So it was just interesting because you, you said, I, I was like, well, I was feeling like certain energies and you're like the judgment card. What did you say? Is that could be the experience of walking around feeling dead alive, right? Was that the yeah, and also like the, the filter through both of reading the world, filter, yes, yes. The emotional filter through which you're seeing the world, yes. We, and then you said, and then it's be you're being called to like step more into your authenticity. So it's like a great example of how you feel like you're in like some sort of constrictive space in your life, and like two cards can show you, oh, this is showing you how to move into a new energy, yes. Yes, it's, um, I don't know if any of you watch uh, Harry Potter, but I love this image when Harry goes inside the Pensier, like in this water. It feels like those moments when our head is like underneath water almost. And these energies take it back up and say, okay, whoa, I was looking at my life under this filter, under water, under an illusion, right? That feels so real. Right. But when you can see, okay, what is this filter all about? Where is this coming from? And you gain awareness of it, which is what the tarot is all about. It's bringing us out that awareness. Yes. And then you can go into the new space that you need to go in. Yes. Because the magic of it is trauma. That emotional filter, whatever it may be. You say, oh my God, I have this emotional filter. And it's like, I don't know if it's even generationally passed to me. That's also a part of the work, which metagenealogy, which is going in your family tree and tracing back. Okay. What is the goal that my family has given me? What is the trauma that keeps repeating and repeating and repeating? And once you can grab a hold of that root, you become the pioneer in your family tree and you set everyone free. You set yourself free four generations after you and four generations that have come before you. And release that. It's powerful stuff. It's powerful alchemy because you can't get rid of anything. But you can transform it, transform it better. It's transform it. Alchemize it. And alchemize it. That's the alchemy. That's the gold. And that, for me, was one of the key points in the journey with the tarot that I was like, wow, everything that I can't stand about myself is actually based on my essence. Right. So then you come to a place where you can be like, that means that there's gold here. That means that this is the key to my self-love here. Right. And that, it sounds, maybe it sounds obvious, but the experience of it is quite profound. This we sound obvious because, you know, I think that we really get stuck in the stories of like, who, of who are the players and what happened, da, 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 and why am I feeling like this? And I felt like this from dad to Ryan. And to just to have all these doorways, you know, Theta Healing, I believe is another one, or Reiki Healing and the Tarot, that these doorways to bring us into greater awareness and to move forward. We're so grateful. Yeah. So I thought that maybe we could um, pull some cards or yeah. you could do a reading and downloads. Another thing about Angela, but she's amazing. I mean, she used to do these incredible um, impersonations. I mean, it's in your, your DNA to be able to like channel, but she also like gets great insights and kind of downloads. So I thought yeah. that, you know, for our audience, you could pull cards 
and you can just take it away. Awesome. So for anyone in the future, if you can just ground your feet and close your eyes, let's just close our eyes for a moment so we can tap into the energy together and just, just breathe together the receipt. Taking a big inhale in together and release. Connecting to expansion on the inhale. And on the exhale, connecting to release. Breathing in on the inhale, connecting to white light. Breathing in white light, expanding, and on the exhale, releasing white light. And dropping into the heart, from the mind to drop into the heart, just dive, dive into heart space together. Keep connecting to expansion, breathing in white light and releasing white. Just keep connecting to the natural rhythm of the breath, staying in the heart, keeping your eyes closed, connecting to your heart, connecting to the secrets of your heart, the knowingness in your heart. Keep breathing. Actually connecting to expansion and There's an experience in all of us of being divided. That it's a very old, outdated way of being. That there's an emotional experience in all of us that has been looking to one way of doing things or that this is right or this is wrong and trying to identify what is right, what is wrong and feeling this complete experience of being divided. But there is no choice to be made. Because each choice complements the other. Each one provides a service to the other and creates something. And this is what's going to allow us to be the conduit for energy to express itself so that we can jump out of the wheel, the emotional cycle that we keep repeating over and over and over and over again, and to embrace the new experience where we're completely coming out into the world. We're completely going out of ourselves. It's Uranian energy which is sun and impact, us being pulled out into the world to go create, to go populate, to go celebrate and, and embrace our own uniqueness, to be seen and not to be hidden anymore inside a person, inside an identity, inside an experience, inside a job, inside a relationship that we no longer identify with, that we can be pulled out into life. We can all open our eyes now and I can speak a little bit more about the message that came through. It's beautiful. Yeah, did that resonate? It did. And it reminded me of, um, I was still in a job, but last, like last year or a few years ago, I, I took a job and um, it wasn't so much about coming out. The job gave me just like a framework and it was like so kind of something that was like out of my like realm, but like, it gave me the groundwork that when I showed up every day, I really was able somehow energetically to like step into more of myself. It sounds weird. It's like the contrast of the job, but the structure that it provided gave me, it was like, it was so not me that it, I was so me in my, in terms of embodying my energy. When you said that, I was like, it's really powerful because sometimes people think, oh, it's about me going out and doing whatever I want, which is part of it. But it's also about stepping, becoming, embodying more of my energy. And, and then certain, like whatever the landscape needs to be in order for that to happen. A hundred percent. And you're touching on pivotal points. I won't go too far off topic because I want to dive deeper into the, the cards that came up for everyone. Right. But about the eclipse energy. Right. We need contracts to understand, right. okay, this is, this is it or this is not it. Right. And answering the question of, well, if this isn't it, then what is? And that's the unknown. 
And that's what scares the hell out of me. That's what scares the hell out of everybody. And that's what makes us want to go back to the safety, the illusionary safety of doing the same. Right. Because we think that that paycheck that comes in, okay, I'm safe. But what happens when that paycheck is gone? The illusion, that money is gone. So then what? Where's your, your safety? But easier said than done. I'm not an expert. Nowhere near it. Right. But. But but it's always about realizing that it actually comes from my essence. Like, even though I may be receiving a paycheck or I may be in something stable, I know that that's not my security. That's not my stability. It's kind of like right and twice. I know that my stability and my security comes from the divine, from my connection to the divine, from my soul and wherever my soul wants to bring me. Yes. And anchoring in that in a way that can be practical Right. And I'm not saying it's not practical, but, you know, we're talking about things and everyone who's tuning in or watches you, I'm sure, is already connected to some road for themselves of how they navigate their life because they want to live from their heart, because they want to be, we all want to be happy and have peace and, of course, stability. And, of course, this year has been completely unstable and, and bringing up a lot of different questions. But the thing about it, the element of stability is that I have discovered that when you feel, as you're saying, that stability inside of yourself, then you could say, okay, I understand how to navigate. I understand that I have a choice. Before, we didn't have a choice. I feel we didn't have a choice. And that's the temperance card. I'm just going to lift it up. You know, her dress is one color on one side, one color on the other, and she's pouring water back and forth. And we have this tendency to divide this energy. No, this is this jar and this this jar. And it's not that way. This energy complements this energy and we're a conduit that allows those energies to express. I am not trust. I am not presence. I'm the conduit that allows those energies to express. I'm not an angel. I'm not 100% an angel. I'm not completely living in earth. But I am the, I'm the conduit that allows the divine and the material to express. Wow. So that's the vibe, that energy of like, I'm not space, I'm not surrender, I'm the energy that allows those experiences to express. Right. Once we can get that, we can say like, okay, I'm not right, I'm not wrong, or there is no right or wrong, but we do live in a world of duality. So we, well, it has to be both. And that's the middle way. Right. It's interesting because what I was thinking of when we were speaking was, um, all your explanations were really beautiful and powerful. And I was like thinking of for a long time in many of our spiritual journeys, it was like a lot of effort because of like maybe where the world was, like to overcome the body. So to like do everything that was like kind of like almost neglect the body and focus only on the spiritual. And it's, mm-hmm. that's kind of like what was needed because the world was, we were so much like controlled by physical reality. And now it's like we're in a space where we want to connect. We want to be a conduit, like you said, between the two worlds. Yeah. That we are, I am a human being and I have a body, but I know that I'm much more. I'm actually a spiritual being that's unlimited, that's connected with divine light, that has that energy always available. And so how do I live in this world and express that energy so that it can benefit other people and that I can live my life? I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, yeah, you know, a lot of people focus on, oh, am I, am I uh, getting this from the outside? Am I getting re- recognition? Am I getting, and then it's like, no, I mean, all that stuff when it comes to it, the real question is, am I genuinely fulfilled every day? Am I genuinely living a fulfilling life rather than chasing something, you know, out here? Yes, it's exactly on the mark. And that's completely the temperance card. And that's all about our emotional experience of flow that, you know, something may come in where we're like, oh, I don't want that. Instead of rejecting it, right? Of like, oh, I can see like I'm, I'm reaching here. I'm reaching over here. I'm reaching over there. And it's a cycle that keeps repeating, repeating, and repeating. Here's the wheel. Mm-hmm. Emotional cycles that keep repeating and repeating in order to jump out of the wheel into the new experience. This is the house God, which is if you don't take yourself out, something's going to happen to pull you out. But this is this is talking about transformation. This is talking about going out and like celebrating. We're no longer hiding in this tower. Yeah, it's time to go. It's time to come out of the old paradigm, right? 
the old thing. It kept daunting. But again, here's the, here's the tool now that I can say, I, I'm no longer really being myself here, as you're saying. Oh, like kind of like to like throw away or dismantle, like which is already being dismantled, the conditioning, the different yeah. conditionings that we have, like, or different ways that we see ourselves or different boxes that we put ourselves in order to exist as we did. Yeah. And now it's like, no, you can still do whatever you do, but now you need to embody who you really are. Like the star card, like what you pulled from me, you need to actually live and, and get more fulfillment out of living your authentic, authentic self. Absolutely. There's really nothing more fulfilling than that. And I always thought, okay, mission is what you do. What's my mission? I think you and I shared that too, you know, a lot of it, working with spirituality, dedicating life to, to helping others, like looking, what's the mission here? How can I come here and do the maximum of what I came here to do? I'm very much fueled by that question. I know right. you are too. Right. The thing about that is the only mission is to be who you are. Right. That's the only mission. And to be, and as you're remarking on the star card, it's just being in the world. You just show up in a room and people are actually just are happy to start happy because you're vibing, as we say, in your energy. Right. And the thing about the house, God, the, the last card here, I feel it's important to share is that this is an earthquake energy. This is like also these systems where I, a lot of people I know in my, my friendship circles, people around me feel like, oh my God, I feel like everything's just imploding in on allow that to happen and get out of the house literally and physically like get out of your out of yourself and it's it's like we're still in the house trying to file the the angela book of of when she was a little girl or or the angela book of what she knows how to do or the the angela book of things i maybe want to do in the future and like the house is crumbling in and someone say go 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 just go it's on, you know, but the universe is going to catch you. Right. It's always worth the risk, I think. Right. Yeah. And everybody has to feel, obviously, you have to feel for yourself and, you know, make the decisions that feel, obviously, I mean, I don't need to say this, but I, I, I will, you know, make the decisions that feel right for you. And always yes. to listen to your own guidance and listen to your own heart. Even like listening to, that's the beautiful thing about the kind of tarot reading that you do. And I don't even need to say this, but, you know, do you, even when you go to a reader or whatever, I mean, for me, at least, I always check with my intuition because I'm like, is this true for me? Do I, is this the decision that I'm going to make if I'm a proponent of anything? It's of develop and listen to your own intuition about making decisions about anything. You hit on a really major key point, and that is intuition belongs in the realm of mystery in order for a person to connect to their intuition and to their true which is also involving emotion in emotion there will always be an element of mystery right that's why it's very difficult for the mind which is rational to say okay i know i do this okay following my heart Heart's not up here. It's here. Right. And in order to have that experience, that knowingness, which is the heart. Right. There always needs to be a space for mystery. And in that way, the intuition can activate because we all have intuition. It is an essential tool. I think it's one of the most vital tools as we move forward that you always know. Right. You always know. And, and that comes through allowing, for me, this has been very helpful to allow that element of mystery to be there. And then you just you move from there. You allow, allow yourself to move from there. Right. Allow the mystery. And also like the, the, the kind of like knowingness. And sometimes like if, if somebody may ask, how do I know what my intuition is? Some of us like naturally operate more to but for me, it's been a process of listen to that voice because it can be tricky. We have a lot of voices in our head and, or yeah, a lot of energies around that can be like a little confusing. For me, it's like I get quiet. I go somewhere by the beach in nature and I allow, like you said, the mystery to kind of come through. And then later, it's like at some point, 
especially maybe when you're doing something for somebody else, then like you kind of get this intuitive hit of what you, you know what you need to do. That's something I learned from Karen Berg is that, you know, when you're, when you're busy helping others is when you can, re- when you really receive the most anyway, right? But also for me, it's like when I used to, when I get like those intuitive hits, but you can also see, like, try it once. Oh yeah, that worked. So that was my intuition. You know, you can also use it, do a very practical kind of like science on yourself and then see like, oh, was that my intuition? Oh yes, that I was on point. Then you can kind of strengthen that muscle, that intuitive muscle. Yes. But that's just a few thoughts on intuition. And I wanted to keep moving on with the interview. So I wanted to take it into the space of questions. If anybody has any questions about the tarot, you want to, you want Angela to pull a card for you? Yeah, that would be great. We can do that. Anybody want to step up? Or listen, do you have a specific question about like, or you can, Angela, tell her how to do it. Yeah, if you can just keep it in your heart. You don't have to share. If you want to share, great. If not, uh, that's fine too. Okay, I'm going to pull a card from Melissa. Oh, and if it resonates, you know, great. And also, it's probably going to be coming through as a message for other people too. Wow, the sun. This is an exciting card. Maybe one of my favorites in, in, the, in the whole deck. Because the sun is talking about new life. This is the cosmic couple. This is the cosmic couple of business, this soulmate relationships. This is overcoming the past. This is having that gumption, that guts to like just see this wall behind here. That's the like putting that one foot over the wall. We may feel like we have one foot in the old way of being, one foot over the wall that's putting that final push forward and stepping under the sun into new life. This is the people that your soul loves to be with. This is doing what you love to do. This is maybe like uh, you were doing something for a long time and then now all of a sudden you're going to go out, branch out on your own and go ahead and do it. And maybe you're going to do it with someone like that or, you know, had a relationship with before, but now maybe they're going to become something deeper, more romantic, or it could be more intimate in terms of business. But this card is talking about new life. Guarantee new life. However, in order for you to receive that new life, you know, the godmother experience in Cinderella, you got to be back before the stroke of midnight moment. You have to overcome the past, overcome an aspect of you that has been playing it safe, maybe, or been, you know, identify with one way of being, really have the guts to go into the unknown and embrace the new life that it's, it's waiting for you. It's there. It's worth it. Take that jump. Michael Jackson just came into my head and be like, make that change. Make that change. change. Man in the mirror right here. So that's awesome. Thank you. She said, oh my God, that's amazing. Very powerful. Totally related to my question about career and teaching new opportunity. Yes. Wow. Yes. And and again, going back to the temperance card, which we pulled for everybody, is that we feel like, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? What should I do? Should I not do? Is this right? Is this wrong? There is no choosing. This choice and this choice, they both complement each other. Right. When you come through the middle way, this is the time of peace and healing. That's the energy of the, the temperance car, the time of peace and healing and coming through the middle way and going for it. If you feel it, connecting again to that element of mystery of the intuition and overcoming the past. The point is, it's not about choosing the new opportunity or not. It's about choosing how you approach the opportunities that you are, are in front of. That's, that's the key. Stepping into your beingness. You could still have new life, but the, it actually... You can still, like, not, physically, you can still have all the things the same, but it's internally you're not embracing your essence and bringing that essence out. I don't, I'm calling BS on myself. This is, this is very physical. This is a very physical card. So this is like out with the old in with the new. That's it. Okay. Love it. <laughs> Anybody else want to ask a question? <laughs> Melissa said, thank you so much. What do I need to focus on during this eclipse period? My absolute pleasure. So uh, anyone who's like, okay, I hear a lot about these eclipses, like what the hell's going on? Eclipses are portals of energy that uh, in this particular eclipse is all talking about systems, belief system, truths, 
that we know we do identify with or we no longer identify with getting flushed down as Maria Soledad, my mentor, calls it the cosmic toilet, which is South Node Sagittarius. And also the next eclipse coming up, which is in Gemini, welcoming the new opportunities and the new experiences. So that's the contrast there. So how do we welcome this energy? And um, I'm going to be focusing on Deb DeRay, of course, this is also um, resonating with, with all that, that are here present. If it resonates with you, great. It also is, you know, we're, we're, we're doing for, for all. I just wanted to interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. There, you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or sign up for a one-on-one healing session with me. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay. The 13 Arcana. The 13 Arcana. This is revolution, liberation. This is the demolition. This is a tsunami of an emotional experience that can no longer survive. I no longer identify with who I thought I was. I no longer identify with being that person. I no longer identify with being that husband. I no longer identify with being that wife. I no longer identify with being that daughter. I no longer identify with that job. This is a revolution in your complete transformation. You are being stripped down. You are being it's like um, you see his uh, sight here. This is like cutting through everything. This is a sacrifice. This is a blood sacrifice of self. And when I say blood sacrifice, of course, I'm talking about that it feels as if you're cutting off a limb. That's how powerful this energy is. God forbid, but yeah. God forbid, of course. But it feels like you're cutting off a part of yourself and you're like, okay, if you want this, it's going back to like the Greek mythology references of like the hero's journey of saying, okay, if you want to advance to the next level, there must be sacrifice. That energy is about a sacrificing a part of us that we actually die to an aspect of ourselves that we no longer identify with, that we cannot even go on for one more second being that way. Oh my God, that's so powerful. The key to this card is using anger. In order for us to no longer identify with who we thought we were, if I am not that Debbie, I'm going to use her name so we can bring the energy for her. If I'm not that Deb DeRay, if I don't have that contact list, if all my numbers get deleted, if I don't have that mother, if I don't have that, that job, who am I? Who's left? It's your raw essence that comes out. To have the courage to step into that it takes a lot of guts. It takes, it's, a, it's a revolutionary energy, and you need to revel to it. You need to get it, there, this is heat. This is like running. This is this is this sweating. This is this is uh, this is movement, and it's a holy wrath. I'm saying that because there's a part of the inner wounded child that has to be recognized and that part of us that comes from a conditioning where was a part of us that we made a contract with the mother and the father energy which is our archetypes for male and female energy i'm never talking about the actual people here i'm talking about dying to that aspect of ourselves that we have made a contract with in order to receive safety love and support as a child that my mother I made a contract with, my father I made a contract with. I cannot be that person anymore. I cannot. And it's the heat that gets revved up in us. And expelling that, how to work with this energy, again, it's very physical and emotional. If I was in a reading, this is where psychomagic would come in, which is a prescription that comes through for the re- for for the consultant, this is not something that you go back to and say, "Okay, hmm, let me go back to the thirteen arcana card and look and see what the psycho magic is for the thirteen arcana." No, this is custom made. This comes through the person 
This is a prescription, a download that comes specifically for the person. So that's when this definitely would be where psychomagic would come in. And I, I want to talk a little bit about do you wanna, psychomagic. So explain a little bit, and then do you want to do the psychomagic for that? Let's see if something comes through for, uh, for Deb. Psychomagic is a performative act that allows the subconscious to see an actual fear played out, an actual emotional experience played out, to see something that is so imprinted in us, in our emotional filters, in our mind, and in our heart. It's like, uh, it's like a tick that we have. And in order to release ourselves from that, as I call it, a contract, right? I'll give you an example. I was wearing a hat and I was walking. I was just going, you know, I was coming back from New York and, uh, and I was wearing this summer hat and I was going to the grocery store with, with my mother and my mother and I have this contract where it's like, if she said something to me about what I'm wearing and she was like, why are you wearing that hat? Like, this is weird. Like, we're, you know, other words, like, this is not New York. This is Pennsylvania. You're like, what's going on? Like, I'm feeling embarrassed for your hat. And I was like crushed. I was like, you know what? I love a word of the hat. And like, you say that really hurts me, whatever. But that's a contract that my mother and I have made with one another that she's going to say something about something that I wear. I'm going to have a big reaction to it. And that is basically say, my mother is saying to me, I love you, Angela. And I'm saying, when I get upset, I love you too. So this is where the 13 Arcana comes in. And we say, you know what? I don't want to play out that contract anymore. You know, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I absolutely love my mother. And she's a wonderful mother. However, the contract that I built as a child with her to receive love, approval, and attention that hat moment no longer serves me. So what needs to happen? Something needs to happen in the physical world where I can confront that contract, that dynamic. I can face that fear of what happens if I keep wearing the hat or what happens if I show an aspect of myself that maybe makes my mother a little uncomfortable. Then what happens? Because me taking off the hat would make her feel comfortable. Right. But it's also rejecting a part of me that's for my authenticity. Does that make sense how I'm sharing it? Yeah. It was, it was a really great, beautiful example. And, it, and it's deeply personal because then I threw the hat in the garbage, or took the hat out of the garbage, and had the hat somewhere now. But it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing because I know that these, like, what seems small to somebody else, you know, can actually be very deep for somebody else. But, but we have to laugh. We, and it's important to laugh. And you were laughing, so I'm laughing. Yeah, no, but it's important to laugh at ourselves also in these moments because th this is heavy energy. Right. This is really deep energy here because right. you are collapsing a part of yourself. You're imploding on yourself. Everything that you thought you were in order for what? Your raw essence, who you really are to show up. Right. And that feels really scary. That can be really scary. So again, going back to the psycho magic of prescription, what happened where you would confront a fear, you would confront a dynamic, and it's very custom made based on the reading. And uh, I can give you an example of when this happened to me inside the tarot journey when I was working with the Empress card, which is all about being in the spotlight. And I had developed a big stage fright at the end of my college career. I was like ace number one actress. And then all of a sudden senior year, I became very much stage fright because the next step would be out of the world for all to see. And the psychomagic that was prescribed to me was something called uh, rag time, where I would record myself for 20 minutes talking about everything that I loved about myself. But also at some point, yeah, and also at some point, I would talk about all the things I didn't love about myself. I love my 
muffin top. It's just so gorgeous and sexy. And like, wow. Oh, you would talk about the things you don't like, but reflect in a way that you do like. Yes. So you're basically embracing the whole of you. Yes. And getting to know the whole of you. Yes. While working with the energy of the Empress. Right. Which is all about self-image and self-love. So the assignment was for me to record this 20 minutes, what I love and also the things I didn't love. And then show it to some, and then just allow someone that I love or someone who was a little judgy. I selected a very, my Scorpio gay best friend to play this to, who's very much like, that's fabulous. That's not, you know, it's the truth. Microphone drop. So <laughs> I had to call him and play this right. and watch him, watch him, listen to my words and say all the embarrassing things that I and all the judgments that I had about myself were like, I love this and I love, I love that. And I, and I love my double chin and I love when I, this and when I, that, and like all these things that I'm, you know, insecure about and don't like at all. Right. He's had, and what happened in that psycho magic was I was confronting those things and allowing them to be seen and allowing myself to be vulnerable and allowing myself to be in the spotlight for all to see. Right. What happened? This is not the point of the psycho magic, but a delicious cherry on the cake that can happen and usually does is she began to laugh and was wide eyed and was like laughing and like not laughing at me, but like he was blown away as if I was like doing a stand up routine and I was Jerry Seinfeld. Like you're like cry laughing, like wipe away the tears. And I had to sit there stone faced, watch his reaction, not stone faced, but it's not like I, the point was, is you're going out of your own time and space. Right. And you're imposing upon your reality, your greatest in this moment, it was a great fear of mine, right? You're watching it right, from an unconscious point of view. From the unconditional part of yourself, not the ego who's trying to protect, shield, and like, am I okay? And are you okay with what I'm saying? That's how my reaction be. That's how my, but I'm watching from a place of self, of true self. Right. And the key for me, he said, what is this? Afterwards, he was like, what is this? Is this something you're working on? Is this a performance that you're doing? Is this like an avant-garde, like work of art? I love it. The profound healing for me was that when you come and you open yourself, yeah, and you come as you are, bringing in Kurt Cobain right now because he's a huge energy also to connect with true self. His music are truly our, our anthems in our era to to work with the thirteen arcana. Someone that I follow, Amanda Ellis, if you want to check her out, channels Kurt Cobain and talks about that, side note. But to really have the, the courage to step in front of your light and say, this is me, this is who I am, for all to see, I'm willing, I'm willing to sacrifice myself. That's the sacrifice of the 13 arcana. That's what you need to be willing to do. And that's the magic, the magical part of the work is that it's instantaneous. I felt an instant, that's why it's called psychomagic is because the release is almost instantaneous. The action creates within the unconscious, it, the experience of overcoming the fear and seeing that you can look it in the eye and then therefore it loses its power right there and there. Mic drop. Seriously. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to share for, for depth? Is there anything to wrap up that? Something's coming in with running, uh, with running and, um, and sweat. Also for the collective and for everything that our bodies are going through right now, sweating, sauna, if it's okay for you health-wise, sauna, releasing through the skin right wet because we have been stagnant 
emotionally, physically, mentally in a hermetic space and physically for a while. And now it's time to, to stir up the chakra energy, to use the, the a fire energy. 13 Arcana work with this energy to like really strip down all that excess that maybe has built up. So running, cardio, something that, you know, I'm dealing the word zesty, something that can clear energy, you know, these paddle energy of kind of uh, really getting the sweat, getting the blood pumping through your veins and to really like I'm seeing a moment of like we're running and, you know, we have to like take off the jacket and embrace and, and just run towards that new life to the sun. So that that would be what I'd like to, to share with that and for everybody. Thank you very much. This has been so incredibly powerful. I just feel like the last 10 minutes, just like, whoa, I'm just really going to take some time now to process everything that you said and to kind of like digest the energy because it is an energy that you bring. It's not just your words. When you come with this, with the tarot and with the cycle magic, it's an energy that you brought to me and to all of us here and to anyone who will listen. And we really appreciate you sharing that. So thank you so much for agreeing to join us today. And thank you for being you. I love you so much. It's my absolute pleasure. And I'm, I'm sending so much love and energy to everyone who is watching or will watch. It takes a lot of guts to be alive right now. And I wish everyone all the best and, and make it a rock star moment. It's, it's the time soon. I'm so grateful. Love you, Angela. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I truly hope you enjoyed and received benefit from this episode. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and or leave me a review. I appreciate your energy and support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well and take good care. Bye-bye, everyone. Lots of love. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.